0: This, this is Brock and Saul. Brock Heward and
1: Mark, Matt, Marcus. Sorry about. Just Mike, Mike. Mike.
0: Presented by
1: Carter, Volkswagen, and Ballard.
0: On Seattle's Sports Station.
1: Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio.
2: Where's like, the puff dudes at?
1: Now, here are your hosts, Brock Heward and Mike Saul.
2: Well, I am excited to see the great contrarian, Brock Heward in action today. Yeah. How about
1: that?
3: Yeah. A Monday morning. Two weeks. We'll be down in Arizona. Two weeks. Just two weeks. Just two weeks. Definitely excited. In the next ten years, this will be a holiday. In the next ten years, the Super it to Bowl Saturday. Monday. Will be a Why can't
2: they just move it to Saturday?
3: Nah, bigger audience on Sunday. It wouldn't be. It's still the Super Bowl. I mean, a nah, like, bigger audience. You got little league games. You got stuff going on. Yeah, but you everyone got would move out of the way nah, of the
2: Super Bowl. Nah, that's what nah. people do. yeah. Nah. okay.
3: Well, yeah. I think that's what they should do. But yeah. whatever. Uh,
2: it probably should be a holiday, which would be terrible for us because you know we'd still have to come in at work. So that's true. Right? We still <laughs> have to come in here and do our thing. Yeah, that's true. So hopefully they wait until we're uh, you know <laughs> done with this for the fourth time and uh, before they make a move like that. But what a game, huh? What no. a game.
3: No. It was a great game. No, don't, let, don't let one call ruin the entire game. It was a terrific game. A
1: terrific 56 minutes or yeah. so. Oh, it was a great
3: game until minutes. it wasn't a great minutes.
1: game. Yep. It
2: was a great road trip until you got all the way to Wally World and it was closed. Yeah. Right? I mean, yep. it just unfortunately ruined everything. <sighs> it ruined what was a fantastic game. You're right. And took it. And now all I'll remember of it was that some stupid official decided to throw his flag and make himself the story instead of what should have been an unbelievable ending that we were all robbed of.
3: So even when James Bradbury says after the game doesn't affect me at all, I held him. No, I was hoping they didn't see it. But yeah, it was a penalty. Even even when the culprit this isn't like one of those situations with the Rams and Saints and everything else where it was just a blown horrific call. No, this is one where you know, the, the, even the DB himself, on the primary route, by the way, it wasn't just some... I know, at least it was on the primary route
2: and yes. not some backside Some innocuous stupid, backside that would, dumb... been, that would have been too much for me. I mean, yes. that's not
0: up for my judgment. You know, I, I was hoping he would let it go,
2: but of course, you know, he's a ref.
1: It's a big game, um, and it was, it was a hold, so they called
2: it. The fact that James Bradbury is a stand-up guy and takes responsibility... Does not in For any a way. For, it was a hold. Does not even in any way. It was a
1: hold. Convince it, me that that is called the. It was a hold made. the same way. Mike Sando tweeted this. It's a hold the same way. It's like driving sixty five in a sixty. Right. Like, like yeah yeah. It's speeding. Rock was like... that ball catchable?
3: Yeah, it would have been. I don't think so. Um, maybe it, it would have been. It it, 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 might it would have been. been. I mean, it wasn't been. Been. out. It wasn't out of the field of play. And on a hold, it's a hold. It doesn't Dude, matter. Pass fast. pass interference. No, Maura, you're right on pass interference that comes into play but on a hold it's a hold and if that was the seahawks if that was tyler lockett running that route that's a hold and if that was michael jackson the corner that makes that play on a little on a little whip round and he does it it sucks it's a bummer it's a it's a hold a hold is a hold is a hold and you know mike mike prayer said as much greg olson gave his opinion which you know what i so appreciated. good for you greg <laughs> On the honestly, on the biggest stage and the biggest moment, you know what a lot of guys would have done? They would have curled. They would not have said anything. You know, Tony Romo wouldn't have said anything. Troy Aikman would not have said anything. Collinsworth at this stage don't know, of the game. Jim, I don't
2: know. <laughs> this
3: is huge, <you>, Jim. <laughs> Jim,
2: that's a huge call. Maybe should maybe not.
1: This
2: could really affect the outcome, Jim. <laughs> oh, Jim, oh. I can tell you, they're going to be talking about this one. Oh my God! Oh my God! <laughs> Well, Brock, you asked the people
1: about
3: this, didn't you? I did. Yeah, eighty percent said you're wrong. I know. I know. <laughs> I get it. I told. I totally understand. It. I don't. I don't disagree with what you or Mora or anybody else says. Gosh, it's a bummer they called that. Gosh, that really did wreck the momentum. Gosh, the- you're absolutely it right.
2: Game. It, ru- it it took a great game and ruined it. And it and it, it-, it- for me. Just it, it, it casts such a shadow, such a pallor over the entire game. Now, I'm not that mad about it. I'm disappointed. Mm. I don't care who wins the game. Unfortunately, the people in Philly are taking it a little hard. Uh, here is uh, Michael Barkan, who actually did the sports in Boston for a while when I lived there. But here's Michael Barkan on NBCSN in Philly afterwards. They
0: withstood the injury of Jalen Hurts. And then they get to a third and eight on the 15-yard line. And an incomplete pass. And Carl Shefford's team with a bull**** ball. I mean, utter, complete bull**** is unbelievable. It's inexcusable. You don't make a call right then and there. You don't let the game be decided by the officiating. And yes, it's true. The officials go both ways and you got you got to rise above it. I understand. This is the freaking Super Bowl and that should never happen. I'm going to be, be in the car.
3: <laughs> you yeah. it, yeah.
2: I'm going to be in the car yeah. seeing if I can work a few extra shifts to deal with the fines that are coming my way. Yeah. I guess it's a cable station, so he's okay. Yeah. But I mean, like, I'm not in that level of angry and I get it. I get, I like, Brock, you know how I am about holding and, I know, and pass interference. Usually,
3: yep, usually this is not your your take. Usually, you, you know, you, you give it the benefit of the doubt. Usually you don't point to just one call but when, there's return, when there's a punt like, return, when there's a fumble. I
2: don't like it. A wide, I don't like pass interference holding. I don't yep. like it. Yep. I just think those guys should be allowed to play. Yep. And I get it. When you tackle the receiver, call it. When you tug on his jersey a little bit, come on. With two minutes left in the Super Bowl, that's the deciding call. I would rather have it go uncalled and say, hey, he held him. Yeah, all right, maybe he did. Okay. And then people in Kansas City can complain, and I have no problems with them being upset. But ultimately, I would say that is better than than what we ended up with. Because
3: which you is want you, you wanted to see the final ninety some seconds. You want to see the ball in Jalen's hands and see what they can do and see if they can drive it down. You want to see overtime. If we never, we've yet to see overtime. No, the we saw it, uh, Patriots we
2: Falcons. Oh we did okay. the 28 to 3 game they came gotcha. back and so that, we saw that ended one, in overtime. So we
3: saw it one, one other time. time. Yep. yep, and that's where this felt like it was destined to come down to who's going to have the ball last and they were going to get that they were going to get that opportunity until that call was made. Here's the here's the biggest challenge with that one, like here's the hardest one. So if they're bumping down the sidelines and he's kind of grabbing his arm and he's grabbing his arm, I hate that call. But here's what happens at that level. From doing games for 15 years, talking to these officials, sitting in officiating seminars, watching these things, sitting with replay people, sitting with Mike Pereira, learning the game with those guys, those those officials, this is what they're trained to do. It's like a major league umpire. Remember that umpire we celebrated for the Yankees Mariners yeah. game? That guy did not miss a call. Right. How did he, how, he was unbelievable. And what these officials do is they just, they, they look and feel, man. And if that, if that catcher has to move his glove a little bit, they are trained. That's what they see. And that one, they are trained. That side judge is trained to see once that jersey is tugged. That's like his Pavlov dog. That's his trigger. Like, his hand goes to the penalty fly. He's not thinking of, oh my gosh, if I call this, the game is over. And they can run. Out. He's not thinking of that. He is in that moment, on that stage, for that reason, for his eyes. And once that jersey got tugged, yeah. that's just the well, I, that's I just the this. tell that but he looks for. have they let
1: anything like that slide earlier in the game?
3: I I, I don't know. Philly fans are going to let us know. We'll get to see if there was a jersey tugged earlier in the game or not. But that is the primary receiver on the primary route that those guys are trained to look at. And in unfortunately, as Bradbury said, a tug is jersey. And you do that, you run the risk of that official, that Pavlov dog making that call. It's still weak,
2: man. I'm sorry. Like all those arguments make sense. I'm not, nothing you've said is wrong, but it's just weak. It's just lame. (laughs) And and that's basic. Yeah. And by the way, that's why I don't buy anybody say, oh, it's rigged. No, if the NFL was rigged, they would have let that play out and gotten unbelievable final two minutes. Spare me the it's rigged garbage. It's not rigged. None of that is true. None of it is fixed. No way. It's just lame. And it's unfortunate because it was, you're right, a fantastic oh. spectacle of a game. It was everything we thought it could be with these two yeah. guys going up and down the field and some great offense and occasional defense, etc. It was a great football game Yep. until it wasn't anymore. Yep.
3: I just. Were you surprised? We all picked it's like the going Eagles. Going to Hawaii and having it rain every day. <laughs> we're going to Arizona in two <laughs> weeks and, and having thunderstorms every day, which is not going to happen. Um, were you uh, the biggest surprise? I know we'll do takeaways, lots of other fun stuff. I was surprised how poorly Philly's defense played. Yeah, they didn't. And do that anything. defensive coordinator who's interviewing for the Cardinals job this morning, Gannon, like, ugh, they busted so many coverage. They did not communicate. They did very little. Uh, I, you know, we all picked Philly, and that line of scrimmage, especially their offense line, pretty dominant yesterday, and up and down the field all game long. Their defense, wowzers, bad, bad. And give Kansas City, and give Andy Reid, and Biondi, and Mahomey, and give all of them a ton of credit. But when you just bust guy and when you bust coverages, and you leave guys wide open, and you have gimme after gimme after gimme in a Super Bowl, yeah, it's it's hard to lift that trophy in the end.
2: Yeah. On the other hand, if they had had <laughs> two minutes down three with the ball, maybe they would have erased all that because their offense, for all the problems of the defense, yep, had been great. And maybe they would have gone down and scored too quickly, and then Kansas City would have had another up. Op- I mean, like, there were so many cool ways for that game to end. To have it end that way just didn't make any
1: sense. It's just like getting the tickets you've been waiting to see your entire life. you finally are going to go see Guns N' Roses in concert, whole bands back together. Yes coming to the last last couple songs you know paradise city baby welcome to the jungle and axel's like all right this is it johnny's democracy <laughs> what
3: no, no not that thanks for coming out cleveland just play paradise oh. city for god's
2: sakes need to know
3: 15 minutes past every hour with brock and salk
2: here's what you need to know up first Well, say what you want about Glendale, but I'll tell you what, it has led to some epic Super Bowls and definitely some really memorable endings. Unfortunately, that's where this one was heading right until the refs stepped in and completely ruined the game. An atrocious call, awful, I hate it. I don't care who wins. I really don't. I'm not whining about it. I just felt like all of us as football fans were deprived an opportunity to see what could have been a tremendous ending to the game. Now, it's worth pointing out, that James Bradbury, the corner on the play, admitted that he did something wrong.
0: Prior to the pass. Holding. Number 24. Defense. penalty. Automatic. First down.
2: But not everybody agreed with him, including Greg Olson, who was doing the game.
0: worst-case scenario. You'll see James Bradbury. They're going to say he grabs him. He's got his left hand on his back. I don't know. Mike, listen. I think on this stage, I, I think you let him play. Obviously, Mahomes thought he saw it. I think... I, don't know.
3: I think you let him play. I agree. Yeah, that's well done. I mean, and then Mike Prayer comes in and says, well, Greg, unfortunately, when you tug on the jersey like that, you put yourself in position to get that penalty called. It's pretty remarkable for a game that was all about the line of scrimmage and 70 sacks plus that the Eagles had coming in. Kansas City neutralized them. They scored on every drive. They only had eight possessions, only eight the entire game because of some turnovers and special teams and everything else. But, Boy, that script was uh, was pretty well written, as you said, until the final couple minutes where uh, people pretty darn upset across the country. And I get it. I understand it. And I also know why that referee made that call or that official when he, when he did. And Patrick Mahomes, remember we talked about it Friday. There's going to be two scripts written. One of them is going to be you're one and two in the Super Bowls so and you can't get it done and you're an MVP with all the mm. stats. And the other one is... Well, you join Tom Brady and Joe Montana as the only two to ever do it with two MVPs in the regular season and now two-plus Super Bowl MVPs. This felt like a
2: third script in which Patrick Mahomes doesn't even enter into my equation for the
3: day. He was pretty good.
2: He was unbelievable, and I can't even think about it because of the stupid call that was made at the end.
3: But you're not whining.
2: I'm not. Good text message from the 509, Justin. It's more like Guns N' Roses playing, and then at the end of the concert, right before the final song, they step in and say, sorry, curfew, noise ordinance, time for you guys to end. don't get to play the last song of the night. You just get deprived. Stupid. Here's the second thing you need to know. Well, now that the season is officially over, it's time for the offseason to begin. And there's going to be plenty of movement. It starts at the quarterback position. Derek Carr may have had a good meeting in New Orleans, but that doesn't mean he's going to accept a trade there. In fact, told the Raiders he wasn't going to waive his no-trade clause to go anywhere. So, by all accounts, he's going to be released as soon as today. Why? I'm assuming because he wants to dictate it himself and because he wants his new team to have as many assets as possible. But it sounds like he's going to have to give up some money in that equation.
3: Yep. And it also appears that uh, the New York Jets and the Green Bay Packers, just as Aaron goes into his chamber of isolation Mm. and darkness this week, will uh, begin some of those conversations. So, yeah, this is the way the NFL works. Super Bowl's incredible, it's unbelievable, and then we're now at Valentine's Day tomorrow, and let's get on to the rest of the offseason, let's get on to the combine, let's get on to these QB moves, get on to free agency beginning, and all the conversations that seemingly never, ever stop.
2: Here's the third thing you need to know. Hard to say there's a must-win game just right after the All-Star break, but I'll tell you what, yesterday was pretty, pretty close for the Kraken. They had dropped three in a row, had not looked particularly good in a few of those games, and then thankfully they rose to the occasion in Philadelphia. They looked pretty good yesterday. Let uh, the Flyers back in a little bit late, but walk away with a 4-3 win. A couple of goals for Jaden Schwartz, one for Ellie Tolvanen, and then one for Jordan Everly. Open
0: ice for Jared McCann. He'll gain the zone, he's got Everly, there he is, he scores!
2: Beautiful pass by Jared McCann right on the money. Yeah, I'm hoping that sort of unlocks Everly. He's been playing well, but just hasn't been able to put the puck in the net. Road trip continues tomorrow, Brock, in Winnipeg. The
3: final game of this five-game set right after the All-Star break, and we'll have to see whether we've got a quote-unquote lower leg injury. Hmm. I think that was one of the big stories coming out of yesterday as well. Matty Beniers blocks a shot late in the game, takes a puck to it. Hopefully just a contusion. I think he'll be right? all right. Hopefully just a bruise. Hopefully one of those things that just stings like crazy like a like a hit when you get hit by that baseball and, you know, you got a little contusion and you just can't quite walk it off. Hopefully that is the case because you don't want Manny Beniers off the ice anymore. All
2: right, that's everything you need to know. We do that quarter past every hour. Uh, also the waste management, a lot of fun this weekend. Do you watch any of the golf? I did, actually. It was great I yesterday, yeah. wasn't
3: it? Yeah, I've become, as I've gotten older, less of a pregame uh, festivities guy. I didn't watch one second of that. No, less of a pregame don't festivities guy. Don't care about any guy. of that. No. No. No, that is a fun course, man. That is a that that just. I know you love the course down in Austin, and and which is not going
2: to be. They're not using it anymore. Heard that? Yeah, Yeah, such a bummer. bummer. Bummer for you. Yeah, no, it sets up really well as a as a PGA course, right? Because of some of the interesting holes, because it is a challenge for them. It's not an easy course and there's a lot of risk reward. They put balls in the water, or they I mean it, it it was hard for them.
3: Wouldn't you kinda like to see? I know they break up their seasons, right? They've got the Hawaii swing and they got right. the West Coast Riviera next week, and then they down to Florida and do a few wouldn't you like to see kind of each swing? Have one environment like the waste management. Yes. Just give just give one of those courses the opportunity. Just have a free for all. Have a hole that is a total like sixteen there, a total free for all. Well, they've they, they've I, yeah. I listened
2: to a lot of conversation about it this weekend because it is so different and it is cool and I wouldn't mind seeing more of it. But one of the one of the I forget who said it. It's just like look, it, it's not that easy. This has taken time to develop. It's right. taken – like they've nurtured it and allowed it to keep going. But yep. it, 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 it was genuine. It was organic. It wasn't created. Yep. It, it just became a thing. And it's the right environment for it. It's Scottsdale. It's like there are a lot of things that kind of come it's together true. in yeah, order for that to work. Maybe you could pull it off somewhere in Florida. But yeah. I, I do think that, you know, it's a cool night. Anyway, cool Aaron Rodgers going into his isolation tank this week, huh? Yeah. That's his big moment. He's I think
3: I think that's the word, yeah. <laughs>
2: that's after he was at the man, you know the uh, Phoenix Open and sure. after he was at the Super Bowl. And everything. He's yeah. sort of like me with diets. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I'm going to go on a diet, but after I go on vacation." How do you do?
3: Did you eat the seven layer yesterday? Oh yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Lots of it. But I didn't make as much uh, salt and you know Justin didn't come over, so what? Yeah, Justin and Betsy just didn't come. What, what, uh, come again? Let's, yeah, they just didn't come. Can we talk about that? Betsy was sick. Yep. Betsy was sick, yep. mm-hmm. which explains why, you know, Betsy didn't come. Right. Yep. Why didn't Justin come? Mm. We wanted to be leave, at home in a studio what? apartment? This, this Would you sounds, leave
3: your
1: sick girlfriend to go
2: this to a Super Of course, like, to get out of the being in a small room with a sick person?
3: This sounds like a 7.30 conversation. <laughs> <next>.
2: <laughs> sounds like, uh, you know, got to bring G. Scott in here for scenarios. All right, we'll uh, dig into that. Plus, uh, the worst sound we heard all weekend next. Brock and Salk, Seattle Sports on seven ten, salesports.com. You're listening to Brock and Salk.
1: Powered through the Alaska Airlines Studio.
2: On Seattle's Sports Station. Told you that this was basically a G Scott scenarios, which they do on G and Ursula every morning. At what time? Ten, 10, 10, 40 10 forty-five. 5. Ten forty-five. Yo,
0: I know I'm not supposed to be here. I apologize if you're listening to G here on your radio. Doubt my it's too early. Oh, I, for G. I know it's too uh-huh. early, but hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> there is no way. Why not Betsy?
2: Yeah. So we did. We did mention this earlier. So for those who don't know, Justin's oh, fake girlfriend Betsy, who she's oh. never met and doesn't believe exists, because Justin goes out and parties with her without her rather every night. It seems. Jeez. Uh, they were supposed to. Betsy invited herself. Yeah. To our house for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yes, when we were at the hockey game, the G that didn't G didn't come. Did to. G did not come to. And Betsy came instead of G. Yeah. Right. So she invited herself, Brock, to, the, to our to our house for the Super Bowl. She's like, you know, your house would be great for the Super Bowl. We're coming. And I was like, "All right, sounds great." So we kind of worked it out, worked out the details. I invited G. He again said no, which is fine. Moira <laughs> had somewhere else she had to be. Okay, I knew where Moira was going. That's fine. Yep, yep. But Justin and Betsy were going to come over
3: in addition to a couple of my kids' friends. So you plan accordingly. You got seven layer dip. I you did. make guac. Made you got something. nachos. You got everything. I yep. made all that stuff. To be stuff. fair,
1: Justin never committed. It sounded like Betsy might come over without him because no, he's Justin a man and I about. I talked him.
2: on Friday, and yeah. he, there was a more of a firm okay. commitment yeah. mm-hmm. on Saturday morning. Mm. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was even Saturday, yeah, at some point as I was heading over to uh, the uh, Point Defined Zoo okay. down your neck of the woods, Jay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got the, the the text from Justin saying, hey, Betsy, where well, they're going away tomorrow on a trip. Betsy's not feeling that well. Maybe it's just sort of that, you know, what happens when you're going away and sort of mental. But, hey, she's not feeling well. We might not be able to make it tomorrow. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, so this was this was Saturday.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I'm just sort of. I do my shopping text, anyway. Text message or call. From- text message. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. I. So I. What am I going to do? Not buy the food. I got to buy the food. Right. Them. Because they might okay. come. I can't right. wait until like five minutes before the Super Bowl to buy the food. So I buy the food. Right. I get all the stuff for the seven layer dip. I made potato skins in the air fryer. Mm-hmm. I got all the stuff for uh, the other dip, like a dill dip. Mm-hmm. Right. There's a lot mm-hmm. of different things. I bought, bought all the food, mm-hmm. and then Sunday morning. She's not feeling well. She's not going to come. Now, gee, I know you're going to say, of course, she's not going to come. She's made up. But exactly. let me bring up a different scenario for you. Oh, scenario Zen Master. Okay. <laughs> I get why Betsy didn't come. Mm-hmm. She was sick. Right. They're about to go on a trip. Mm-hmm. Okay. They live in a small studio apartment. Okay. Didn't know that. Why didn't Justin come?
1: Hmm. <laughs> gee, would you leave in that scenario?
2: Oh,
0: would you leave? This is not the time for me to defend you. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the time for me to defend you.
3: So, Justin, are you like holding her hair up while she's thrown up in the toilet, no. or, or do you got up. a wet washcloth on her forehead? She's got. Does the she sniffles. have a hundred, Does she have a hundred four point five fever? And you're thinking, Gosh, I got to get some Pedialyte. I got to take care of her. She kept I may have checking, to take her to the hospital. She kept
1: checking if she had a thermometer to see if she's <laughs> having a fever. And, and did was, she? No. She, in her defense, she never gets. She never has a fever ever. Okay. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm like that sick. too. Uh-huh. And. Can we also back up a quick second? Because you said, I'm about to hit QFC. I'm reading your text. I'm about to hit QFC. You think you're good for tomorrow? Right. Meaning, should I buy things for right. you? Right, right. But
2: eventually, I realized I had to buy the stuff anyway. And I
1: said, I can grab anything I need or we need for right. the scenario for tomorrow. Right. right. I should, so what you were suggesting yeah. is I
2: should have you over to my house but not make enough food for you.
1: I would have brought anything. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely how not, it was going to work. I'm not hanging that over your head. So here's why
2: I had to come in.
0: <laughs> Why not Betsy? (laughs) And what I mean by that is this. I cannot believe, Justin, you want to sit there and act like you take all the credit when in reality you knew. You knew that you didn't deserve all the credit for Betsy not being there. And the fact that you don't come out in front of it, it took for me to find out. I feel bamboozled. I feel hoodwinked. You need me to right Twitter. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you didn't come clean right away <laughs> is something. You, you looked at me this morning uh-huh. and you said, good morning, G. Good yeah. to see you, G. But no, you could have came with that information right up front. True, That's huh? the problem, oh, right? You have to make sure I have issue. to go to the forums and look at the forums and see technically
2: why not Betsy. <laughs> She's walking out. He's like the, he's yep. like Michael Barkan in Philadelphia. Yep. He said have dropped a bunch of B something and walked you gave away. Me five minutes. That's, after, that's yep. true. I, I, did exactly. H- I appreciate H- that. <laughs> that. Thank you. It's nice. Appreciate you. There you go. Wow. All right. Scenarios. Ten forty-five this I, morning. I, I did the right thing over on our sister station. It. I really don't think you did. Honestly, uh, like I right. totally get why Betsy didn't come. That makes sense. Yes. Yep. I, get, I was like, hey, just, you know, you're still invited if you want to come by, but what am I going to do? Push you into it? No, that mm.
1: conversation of like, hey, I know you're not feeling great, so I'm just going to bounce. Mm. It's no, it's not. not it's not like, kind of hey, we're both, both
2: about to go to Europe and we live in a one room apartment. Yeah. I'm going to get out of the sick zone.
1: We're in this yep. together.
3: Yeah, no, what? You're there's there is a middle road, Justin, and there's not a lot of middle roads in Libby, right? There's just very, and <laughs> there's, there's very not, few stop there's signs. Not a lot. The middle road, and and you'll learn this down the road when you got kids, because it happens all the time. How many times? Salk? birthday parties, oh, or other parties, other events, like oh, the kids are sick, oh, the kids are sick, all right. right? Well, yeah, okay, whatever, kids are sick. Here's what you could have done, should have done. Should have brought over a six-pack of beer. Should have brought over wine. Should have brought over a plate of something. Wait, and then I should have? No, 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 no. Justin should have to your house. And then he could take back some of the seven-layer dip and some of the other food. Just to get sold. it out of my I house. Yeah, just faith. to be like, hey, I, yeah, good faith. A good faith move. That that That's the middle road. You come over, and, and you don't have to stay the whole time. Just, hey, man, I am so bummed. Betsy's so bummed. Here's Betsy's favorite I wine. consider that? That I picked up, and, and I'm going to give back that. back on Friday,
0: I just want to... <laughs> I just wanted to say this one last thing, and this is something. This is a topic for Friday. And all the Brock and Salk show listeners, yes. if you're listening, we need to talk about this. The fact that Mike Salk makes a seven-layer dip. Let's talk about that. You know what the food is going to be like when yep. they make a seven-layer yep. dip. Yep. Seven-layer dip is the equivalent of uh, green bean casserole. You feel me? <laughs> we talking about that on Friday? Seven-layer dip?
3: Gee, you know who makes seven-layer? G, gee, you know who makes seven-layer dips? The guy that tucks his Tom Brady jersey into his blue jeans. Wow, same same guy, same guy tucks a jersey into the pants. I wasn't expecting these level of shots on the Seven Layer Dip. Worked pretty hard on that. Can we get back to the middle road? Don't you agree, Salt, That that would have been the answer. I'm now I'm shell shocked by G. (laughs) That really hurt
2: my feelings, to be honest with you. Uh, Yeah, that would have been okay. I just don't understand why he didn't just come over. Like, who cares? Yeah, my well, girlfriend's sick. I can't make it. The other it's not your kids are like, sick. Hey, just- Brock's right. You weren't holding her hair while she vomited <laughs> on the toilet. She can't be have the sniffles at home by herself. <laughs> What are you talking about? It's you not- said you didn't even really believe her. Oh, I did not say that at all. You insinuated no, it.
1: No, I did not say wow. that. Wow. I, I did just not went Oh,
2: sorry. That was me. I didn't I really did believe her. Sorry. I just put that on you. That. I didn't really believe her. I
1: did not no, say that. No, because I
2: do the same me. thing. Right before I'm going to go on a trip, I feel like I'm getting sick all the time, like, and I'll tell Heather, and she'll be like, you're an idiot. And I'm just like, no, I can feel it <laughs> in my throat, right up by my ear. And she's like, no, we're just going on a trip. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're right. Psychosomatic. It's psychosomatic. It happens yep. to me every time. I, yep. still,
1: I still stand by my decision. I you stayed in partner. a
2: small apartment with yep. your psychosomatically sick girlfriend <laughs> instead of coming by and eating seven layer dip with me, which is kind of a bummer. Anyway, all right. All
1: right, Salk, I will say this is. The one thing i will defend you on oh thanks uh seven layer dip is amazing i don't know
3: what you know right. what is he talking
2: is. about i will it always
1: get down on a seven layer. plus homemade
2: good. guac in there and there was extra lots of extra homemade guac which
3: i, I put a lot is of work it, into is it There's true about so that. since this is like a full family we're doing family time here full fan family transparency maura is it true that you knew that pringles commercial was coming and you, <laughs> didn't, you had to watch the game in darkness and isolation as well Apparently,
1: you can only get in the commercial if your hands get stuck. So I wasn't asked. Um I I, to the cast Salk, and they're like, yeah, they're the exact opposite of what we're looking yeah. for. Salk feels like we missed out on the ending of that game. I feel like I missed out on an endorsement opportunity.
2: We should get you an endorsement with Pringles. The one person who can get uh-huh. to the bottom of the can. That'd be pretty good. All right, you want five minutes of sports before, uh, yes. before uh, Blue 88? All right, let I me do. ask you a question. Would you have preferred... The number 5 overall pick from Denver or Jalen Hurts? Because I think that that was a real option. And the only reason Jalen Hurts isn't here is because of Russ. He didn't want to go to Philly.
3: So you would have had the 31st pick in the draft... Right, yeah. you would have got Jalen and the Eagles' first round. Well, maybe.
2: Pick. I mean, who knows what pick it would have been? I mean, with Russ, if he had had the same disastrous year in Philadelphia that he did in in Denver, maybe. Sure. All right, maybe it wouldn't have been as disastrous because he would have had a real coach and there's some talent there. This, that, and the other. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. But maybe it's the twentieth pick or the twenty fifth pick or whatever. But you got Jalen Hurts.
3: Yeah. Jalen Hurts sure feels like a bedrock franchise guy. And and this isn't just one game. What was he this year, 16-2 and as a starter? Mm -hmm. I mean, he sure feels, and I I know their owner said as much, their GM, Howie Roseman, has said as much. They're going to get ready to have to pay him here down the road because he sure feels like no matter what the circumstance. He gets benched at Alabama no matter what the circumstance. He goes to Oklahoma no matter what the circumstance. He goes in the second round to Philly no matter what the circumstance, that he just rises above. Now, I don't think he is, I still don't think he's a terrific natural thrower, right? It's like you watch those two guys last night, and, and one just, you know, has got a super loose arm and as good arm as we've ever seen in, in the NFL, and one's a little more mechanical. Now, is that the shoulder? It, it could be. I don't remember him quite as mechanical, but he's never been the freest thrower. He has been a I mean, he's like a he's a power lifter that happens to play quarterback. (laughs) But he
2: hit a bunch of deep balls. I mean, like he's been pretty good with the deep ball. I mean, like you watch him, there's a lot of young Russ in there. It's not exactly the same. Nobody is. But there's a lot of young Russ as you're watching right I mean he does yeah. a lot of the same things running the read option you know throwing the ball deep down the field a lot of short passes not as much intermediate stuff I mean like it's yeah. not exactly the same but when I watch him I'm like, oh yeah that's kind of what yeah. it used to look like and by Russ. the way
3: for those of you wondering why is Salk bringing this conversation up and forgetting or, or maybe not knowing and illuminating the fact that it was Philly. Philly, really, by all accounts, Philly mm-hmm. was in. Philly wanted to make that trade. Howie Roseman and John Schneider know each other, trust in one another. They wanted to make that trade, and Russell Wilson had veto power, just like Derek Carr has. He and a no-trade no, clause. Yep, I'm not going to Philly. I'm not playing in that market. I don't want to go to Philly. Don't want to Don't want to deal, deal with any of that. Don't want to live in Philly. Don't want to play in Philly. Don't want to do the East Coast thing. I want to be in Denver. So then they had to find a, a new partner and found Turned out to be a great partner uh, with with the fifth pick in this upcoming draft. So that's why this scenario has come up is, hey, if that deal would have happened and Jalen Hurts was in Seattle, now the question is, and begs. Would it have worked the same way here? Correct. Would Jalen Hurts have been able to play that game here, play his style here? Would the offense be built in an RPO style here? Would you have enough of a run game here? I mean, those are all, I think, very Fair I don't I
2: don't know whether he would be the same quarterback playing in the Rams system. Correct. I don't know that, that you know, that, that, that we've brought here, right? I don't know whether yep. that would have worked as well for Jalen Hurts. So that's why I think it's a real legitimate question. Agreed. Even after watching him with a tremendous Super Bowl, and he's a blast to watch, on the other hand, could he have you know leaned into a lot of the stuff Pete's done over the years? Would Shane Waldron have built around him and what he's best at? Right. You know, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I, that's absolutely possible that some of that, and could DK Metcalf have been A.J. Brown
3: and some. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But could they have played that style with this porous defense as well? I mean, to play that style, right, to complete the circle of toughness, you need to run the ball. You Mm -hmm. need to have, you know, they had great special teams this year, but then you got to stop the run and you got to play great defense. And we know that for this crew this year, there were some significant issues. Sure. Well, and I'm not no, saying
2: that they would have been perfect this year, but would he? You know, you know, you know what you want. You would Here, have that done. Yeah. You would have your quarterback position absolutely set. Here's the would they have sub-
1: traded Russell within the conference.
2: Yes, like, like yes. Russ yes. that
1: left. Obviously, not Russ that we look. Yes,
2: yes, one hundred percent. Yes, I think they would have preferred to trade him to Philadelphia for the package Philly was offering yes. if it included Jalen Hurts. I feel very confident that that would have been the case.
3: As do I from both sides of that. Yeah. Yes.
2: I I think that absolutely was a better deal than what Denver was offering because the best thing Denver was offering were these two picks. Nobody thought the second one would be this good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You got last year's pick, but you would have got something else from Philly too. You probably didn't they have like there's
1: reports that the Packers will not trade Rogers within the conference.
2: Yeah. I don't think the Seahawks would have felt that way about Ross. I think it's very different. And also, uh, you would have gotten last year's Philly pick in all all likelihood, right. which was somewhere in the teens, right? Like 15, nine 18, and eight. something like that. Mm-hmm. So it, it would have been like a good, maybe not incredible pick. It wouldn't have been Charles Cross. No, it might not have been. So so that's why you got to think about it. But it might have been another pretty good player. And you here's, know, the bo- here's the bottom you line.
3: And I know this is simple, but here's the bottom line. You need to go find your Jalen Hurts. You need to go find your Russell Wilson. You need to go find, when you can find that QB, be it in the first round, the top 10 picks, be it in the second round, be it in the third round, when you find your homegrown guy that you draft, it just sets you up for that much more success. So they need to draft somebody. You find your Patrick Mahomes at number 12, right? Everybody looks at Patrick Mahomes now as the $40 million MVP in all of this. It was the Chiefs that went up and, and, yep. and got him and went up and traded and for just, him.
2: Derek Carr was the fourth quarterback pick that year, and Jalen Hurts obviously was a second-round pick, and Russ yes. was a third-rounder. So it doesn't mean you need to use the number 5 overall pick Correct. to take a quarterback. But DTR, one of these other guys that you've mentioned. I mean, well, yeah. if
3: Richardson falls down and all of a sudden, or you know, you take somebody at number five and all of a sudden you want to come back and you got a, a first and a and a second and and you want to come up and you believe. By the way, Richardson out of Florida, there's a lot. But does of Does it traits. make
2: sense to do that if you're going to pay Geno Smith thirty to thirty-five million dollars a year? Now the conversation continues with a whole nother layer. Little blue idiot. This is Brock and Sox Blue 88.
0: Blue 88! Blue 88! We take you to the field as Brock Heward breaks down three football questions as
2: only he can.
1: Now here's your hosts, Brock Heward and Mike Sox. All right, Brock, three
2: good football questions. Let's start here. How did Kansas City win that game last night?
3: Ooh, their offensive adjustments at halftime were phenomenal. Their offense overall was phenomenal. They only had eight drives the entire game. Jalen Hurts has a fumble, they return scoop and score and obviously have a very short drive inside the five. But their yeah, their ability, Mike, offensively, especially in the red zone. I, I had a fun environment. Unlike you that had people cancel out on you. We went over and I watched the game with, let's see, one, two, three other NFL guys and two high school coaches. Mm-hmm. And their wives and kids were, it was, it was super fun. And one of the guys actually played in two Super Bowls with the Steelers. So it was, it was a cool, a cool scene. A lot of them were linemen. So it was fun to kind of hear their perspective on the game and the game plan and everything else. And one of the high school coaches said, man, there is nobody that creates in the red zone like Andy Reid. Just his, his ability to, to use information and then just bust it into disinformation i'll get more into that in, in takeaways but you know just formationally uh, their run game was diverse right i felt like man you couldn't run on cincy you're not going to run on philly well they said yeah we're not going to run conventionally and we're going to run fly sweeps we're going to run outside we're going to run inside we're going to run in you know inside traps we're going to we're going to be pretty diverse in what we do in our scheme so i i think push came to shove they won because our offense scored 38 points you know they, they won because of their offense and Patrick Mahomes playing like the MVP that he is. And uh, from an X's and O standpoint, we'll get some more of this in takeaways. They were flat out brilliant in the second For
2: half. For the record, their offense only scored 31 points, and seven yeah. of them were set up by the special teams, but that's sure. neither here nor there. Yep. Question number two.
3: <laughs> Most powerful image of the Super Bowl was? Nick Sirianni's tears. And actually, uh, the defensive lineman, Travis Kirschke was his name. Old UCLA Bruin, long time, 12 years, I think, in the league. He's like, when it happens, it was funny. You know, none of these guys are necessarily big, big talkers. <laughs> so when they say something, they kind of, you, you hear it. And he's like, that's when it happens, right there. Yep. So I remember that. Like, all this buildup, all this attention, this scene that's bigger than life. It's surreal. He's like, it's surreal that you're sitting there. But then when that anthem hits, it's like high school Friday night lights. Right, it's like call. It's like, oh, there it is, and there's that reminder of you know this, this game that you played your whole life on this stage that is bigger than life, and all of a sudden, waterworks. He's like, oh, I welled up, and uh, yeah, to see him tear up in that moment, pretty remarkable. A uh, Little body image. If I said to you Friday, Joe Klecko and I, have very large mouths. Yeah. Nick Sirianni, very small mouth. Yeah, small mouth, tight lipped. Tight-lipped, very so, small mouth, very big, genuine, awesome tears that set the stage. I don't,
2: I don't want to disagree with you on your own segment here, but... That's okay. More lasting image, more powerful image than Damar Hamlin with all of the first responders and nurses and doctors that saved his life.
3: Pretty cool. I felt like I got that the week before. I loved it, man. I, I felt like at the honors, I got that Thursday oh, night when he spoke. I know. I felt like that. that's... some. I mean, that was... Incredible too, but at the NFL Honors, they did much of the same. All those that saved his life were on stage. Oh, they were? And he spoke for two minutes. And I kind of. Kind of got that yeah. one Thursday. Yeah, well, I don't think that many people
2: watch Thursday. So for those people that only watch the Super Bowl, it was pretty amazing. That would be the image that for I yourself? think I would We
1: remembered. all watched it. Wyman and Bob did a whole segment on their show about it. Uh, you
2: okay. didn't watch it, right? Like most
3: people. I mean,
2: you guys like- work in sports. That's why do you been like watching it. I didn't watch it. I do like sports. I don't like stupid <laughs> award ceremonies that the NFL creates. The heck out of here. Uh, number
3: three. Why doesn't Derek Carr want to go to New Orleans? Andrew Brandt's right on this one. Andrew Brandt. Remember we talked to Andrew Brandt? I love a bit? him, yeah. I, maybe we should do that again this offseason with Gino. Uh, Andrew Brandt said because his agent knows he can get more elsewhere. Period. End of story. This isn't just, hey, Derek wants to pick where he's going. If, if his agent was not confident that he can get more elsewhere, they would have taken this trade and gotten his $40 million guaranteed tomorrow. Right, Tomorrow on Valentine's Day, there's a balloon payment of $40 million guaranteed dollars to Derek Carr. And that is why he took the trip last week that's why they needed to figure out okay what could this look like Uh, there's no tampering involved here let's figure this thing out let's figure out the structure of it and derek and his agent figured out and talked to others there's going to be more elsewhere and oh by the way i don't really want to play in new orleans and i know dennis allen and i know he's up against it and there's going to be better situations for me but bottom line i believe andrew brandt you don't do this Unless you know there's a bigger pot of gold mm. elsewhere.
2: I think you're probably right. Although it seems odd. He's going to get paid more than his deal already gives him. I mean, isn't it
3: like a huge deal? He gets a $40 million guaranteed. I know. Check tomorrow. Right. So it yeah. seems a little
2: odd that he wouldn't just want that. Unless he, well, they, as I Long-term said. Long-term deal with more guaranteed. Correct. I guess that makes sense. All right. Yep. There you go. That is uh, today's Blue 88. We do that uh, at 745 every morning. Chance for Brock to uh, help us uh, get educated
0: a you little know bit what on the I, game I, You of know football.
3: what I'm smelling on that one, too? Um, I'm smelling a Carolina. I'm smelling just uh, from a just a you know a, a faith view standpoint, and Derek Carr, and as out there as he is, like I want to go play for Frank Reich. Mm. Let me go to Carolina, Josh McCown, now the QB coach. Let me go play in that environment with people that I'm like minded, and everything else. I don't really want to go to New Orleans. That's just a total speculation. Mm. I may be a hundred percent wrong. But if I've just didn't old, feel right to him when he was there. Yeah, just like man, nope, doesn't feel right. And if I can get just as much somewhere else, and I can pick the coach to play for, and I want to play for Frank and QB guy, I mm. love that guy versus a defensive head coach, and yeah, and uh, so we we shall see. But both those dominoes, he and Rogers, dominoes that got to fall. I think before Geno in this market for Geno gets a little bit more solidified. I'm
2: gonna need to see the ratings info for uh, how many people watch the Super Bowl versus how many people watch the NFL Honors Show on a Thursday night. I would like to see the ratings there on that. There were three if you don't mind.
1: Seahawks nominated. I wanted yeah. to see if they. I'm not
2: saying wanted- that it was that. You, I don't have a problem with you watching it, uh-huh. but I'm just curious. Or if to see Roger,
3: Stacy, or Bump, or Wyman, or Bob, or right. Lefko, or me, or Mora, or Justin's girlfriend. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It never. Yeah, it
2: didn't dawn on me to turn. actually. Yeah. I think I was out. Isn't that why I didn't were, watch it? You I were was. Out. You were busy. I was out at a fundraiser for the kids' school. I was That's out exactly doing good right. in the world. That's exactly right. I don't have the kind of time, and I'm not and <laughs> crap like that. Were you kidding me? Come back and watch that on DVR. Hey, are you watching the award ceremony not live? Get right. out of here. Not yeah. doing that. I
1: saw on. something that said three million.
2: Three million people watched the the award ceremony. How many people watch Super Bowl? 130 million, maybe? Seems like a little bit higher ratings. I'm just saying. I'm just
1: saying, 3 million isn't. You said nobody watched it.
2: Compared to the Super Bowl? Yeah. How about the whole. Almost any
1: show that you compare to the Super Bowl isn't going (laughs) to do as well. That's my
2: point. Nobody's watched anything. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of my point. Yeah. Thanks. You just proved my point. All right. Uh, Let's see. Coming up next here, um, Brock, I have a question for you because we've spent a lot of time talking about one thing, and then it seemed like it all went up in smoke yesterday. The only thing other than the stupid hold call that mattered from yesterday's game is next. Brock and Salk, Salesports Sports on 710 and salesports.com.